So this is going to be a really fun week, and this is going to be a really fun video because we got our Saints versus Vikings preview, keys to victory, get to know the team, and we also just got to have some fun because it's Saints-Vikings week. If this isn't a rivalry, I don't know what is. It's not an official rivalry, but I can tell you what. I hate Vikings fans. Vikings fans don't like Saints fans. I love producer Steve's, but for this week, it's F him and only this week. And we are in a sub battle with producer Seeps and Vikings now. We are currently at 25 new subs on the week. The Vikings, they only got 12 on yesterday's video, and we did more than double that. So let's keep the momentum going. Let's keep that train moving. Subscribe today, and let's go. Sub for St. Stubbs, baby. I don't just want to win the sub battle. I want to win in the freaking field, too, because this is one of my favorite games of all time in Saints history. Saints versus Vikings, NFC Championship. Garrett Hartley sends New Orleans to Miami to win their first Super Bowl. And then Alvin Kamara making history, tying the all-time rushing tackle, like, single-game record. Six, baby. Six on Christmas Day. I remember I got an Alvin Kamara color rush jersey for Christmas. It was one of the best days of my life. So let's go. Sub for St. Stubbs. Let's beat him on the field. Let's beat him in the sub battle. And let's have some fun because, like I said, I love this week. This is the Vikings week. I absolutely love it. But I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't nervous. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm horrified for this game. I'm terrified. I think the Vikings are a pretty damn good team. I think that they've been very surprising. And to be quite honest, the Vikings and the Saints have the same amount of wins. You guys are sitting over sitting here thinking, oh, Vikings stink. They don't have Justin Jefferson. They don't have Kirk Cousins. Well, they're on a sneaky four-game win streak right now. And the betting odds right now do favor New Orleans, which is interesting. However, the over-under set at 41 makes me think that, the, that Vegas thinks this or I mean, you can see it. Vegas thinks this isn't going to be a massively high-scoring game. I don't think so either. I personally think this could be a very scrappy, very ugly, just get your dukes out, get your mitts out. Who's going to go blow for blow? Who's going to get the last one in? And I think that's what's going to cut what it's going to come down to. This really does feel like a classic instance and a classic case of the New Orleans Saints falling victim to being prisoners of the moment or being the victim of a big-time play or a big-time key moment or a storyline or whatever it is. I mean, just with the Vikings, you have Alvin Kamara getting the six touchdowns and Garrett Hartley going to, taking to the Super Bowl. There's a couple positives. But in terms of negatives, you have the Minneapolis Miracle. You have the Kyle Rudolph push-up. You have Will Lutz doinking it off the, uh, off the, off the uh, field goal post in London last year. There's been a lot of crazy games for both fan bases, for fo both franchises against each other, and this is just a, another instance where I think Josh Dobbs, the whole storyline of him and how crazy it's been and how wild his success has been with the Vikings after not practicing, it just feels like the Saints could be victims of a big-time storyline once again. I don't want to see that happen. And I also don't want to see this guy play, Justin Jefferson, because good Lord, he's a really good football player. In case you didn't know, Justin Jefferson, he's nasty. He's cold. He's really good at football. And we did get an injury update from Adam Schefter earlier today saying, quote, it doesn't sound like he's coming back this week, but it doesn't sound like he's far away either. So it doesn't seem like Justin Jefferson will be able to play. So I think that does work out in the Saints' favor because he is just an absolute dog. But I will say this, the Vikings do have plenty of good weapons for Josh Dobbs. And there's a lot of big storylines. There's a lot of buzz going around. 
Well, did you know that he was actually like has a degree in in astrophysics or being an astronaut? And he, he could literally go and be. He was an intern at NASA. Like he could literally go and be in space in a couple months. Like that's what's incredible to me. And like credit where it's due, that's pretty dope. I've always wanted to go to space. But I will say this: last year, he took the Falcons. Or last year, last week, he took the Falcons to space because he absolutely just blew him out of the water. 20 to 20 for 30, 158 yards, two touchdowns. And of course, that isn't that amazing, but you also have to add in the 66 yards of rushing that he had on the ground. Saints, not good against rushing quarterbacks this far this season. So Josh Dobbs is going to get the start. It's going to be an absolute slugfest. But Saints fans, I want to let you guys weigh in here. Who you got? Who is going to win Saints versus Vikings? Like I said, this is one of those games where every year it feels like there's a lot of juice. There's always a big time storyline there's always some implications of some sorts there's always some big you know nasty something storyline whatever it is this is just such a fun game i love this game i love saints versus vikings so let me know who you got type s for saints type v for vikings all right guys and i do want to take a quick second to thank prize picks before i get into my keys to victory prize picks is so much fun it's daily fantasy sports made easy how it works is you pick two or more players from opposite teams and then you just kind of pick a more or less based on a numerical projection. It's you versus numbers. Not you versus sharks. Not you versus professionals. It's you versus the numbers. So for the projections I'm rolling with this week, I'm wanting to play a little bit conservative because honestly, I'm kind of on a cold streak. So if, if you got to take my advice, fade me on pretty much everything I do prize picks wise. But here's what I'm rolling with. I'm going more than 35 and a half receiving yards for Alvin Kamara. And I'm actually going to go less for Derek Carr on passing, rushing, receiving touchdowns because I think that this could be a big-time Taysom Hill game. Again, keys to victory coming in just a second, but that's the projections I'm rolling with. So, guys, go to prizepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Links are available in the comment section and in the description of this video. All right, so now let's get into my keys to victory. Plus, we're also going to kind of meet the Vikings, kind of get to know who your opponent is, go through some numbers, talk about why I think that some of my keys to victory, you know, kind of give some more in-depth analysis than I have in previous videos. So key number one, don't goof around. I wanted to say don't F around, but I'm trying to keep it a little bit, or, you know, keep it a little PG, if you will. But don't goof around on defense. Don't mess around here. You have to dominate all four quarters. The Vikings offense is actually pretty damn impressive. And I would love for the Saints to play another clean game. Not just on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively as well. You finally have a game where you only get one penalty. Thank you. You win. It's against the Bears. It's a disgusting game. It's a grudge match. None of that, nothing about that game was pretty. But I will say this. The Vikings are a much better offense. So the defense has to come and play well. I mean, look at this. They are number two in passing average passing yards per game. In total yards per game, they're number eight. Number 29 in rushing. Not really too worried about that. The Saints do have a bad rushing defense, in my opinion. So if I'm Kevin O'Connell, I'm going to try and exploit that. But in terms of their points per game, middle of the pack at number 13. And third down percentage, they are actually pretty solid at just over 41%. And the top pass catchers that I think you need to look out for. I mentioned that Josh Dobbs does have a lot of weapons. K.J. Osborne, he did suffer a concussion, so don't expect him to go. But these are three solid options for Josh Dobbs if Justin Jefferson can't go. T.J. Hawkinson, Jordan Addison especially. I mean, Jordan Addison has been unbelievable. Like, holy cow. 
He has been incredible. Seven touchdowns on the year. 534 yards on 41 catches. TJ Hawkinson is big time, or, uh, the big-time tight end. The acquisition they got last year, 60 receptions, 547 yards, and three touchdowns as well. My point is I think that the Saints need to have another multi-turnover game. You have playmakers on in the, or in the backfield, excuse me, and Alexander Madison. You have K.J. Osborne, who you might be missing, but you have Jordan Addison. You have a lot of speed on that offense. I mean, let's call it Kevin O'Connell. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a phenomenal football coach. So I need to see Paul Sinadibo, Alante Taylor, Tyra Matthew, Marcus May, Marshawn Lattimore. Get ready. you got to turn the ball over. Make Josh Dobbs beat you because I don't think he can. I know Josh Dobbs is a great quarterback. Or the story line at least is great around him right now. But the 63.2% passing rate, the 1,727 yards, the 10 touchdowns and five interceptions, in my personal opinion, haven't been anything that I want to run home about. And I will add this. Josh Dobbs, I believe, only has two wins on the season. So I know that that's not a quarterback stat, but can he win down the stretch? Can he win at the end of the game? The Vikings are a much better situation than the Cardinals were, so I think that the talent and the defense can take them a little bit further than the Cardinals. However, I will say this. Josh Dobbs is going to give you a run for your money. Do not overlook him. Bring your A game and eat your damn Wheaties defense. Key to victory number two, and this worked last week. It was my key number one, so we're doing it again this week. You ready? <clears throat> Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill? Ah, uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Yeah, get Taysom Hill involved. He needs to be in the game as much as possible. This needs to be a Taysom Hill takeover. I need the Storm and Mormon to absolutely run this game. Taysom Hill has been pretty damn successful against Minnesota across those three game uh, span that he's played against them and the numbers can show that his passing numbers four for four and 110 or 102 yards his receiving numbers four receptions for 49 yards his um his carries in rush yards 17 carries for 87 rush yards and he had three total touchdowns and that's in three regular season games in one playoff game Taysom Hill is an absolute rock star you have to feed this man Last week, he willed your team to a win. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Between Paulson Adebo and Taysom Hill, those two players won you your football game. you got to lean on your playmakers. When Taysom Hill gets the ball, when he touches the ball more than seven or ten times, the Saints win games. Look it up. Look at the numbers. The Saints win games when Taysom Hill is involved. So if you want Taysom Hill to have an absolutely awesome game, you see the numbers right here. I want to see these numbers just continue to rise, continue to grow. And I want to see the story of Taysom Hill, and I want to see number seven absolutely dominate. He's kind of owned the Vikings in the past. He's had a very good track record against Minnesota. He's kind of the lifeblood of your offense right now. Get him involved. And if you want an awesome game from Taysom Hill, get in the comment section. Type seven right now. I think Taysom could have a big-time story or a big-time game this week. I'm going to be honest. If you have him in fantasy as a backup tight end, might be the week to start him. I'm going to keep it real. This might be the week to start him. So go ahead, type seven, because I'm going to be spamming mine in the comment section. All right, key to victory number three. And this is my most important one. 
and it's going to be on the offensive line. You have to protect Derek Carr from Daniel Hunter. He's having an incredible career, incredible season. In fact, it's the best season of his career. The numbers are freaky. Ten sacks for one football player is absolutely insane when we haven't even played ten football games yet. He has 35 pressures, 13 tackles for loss. He's forced three fumbles, and he's brought down the ball carrier a total of 46 times. Daniel Hunter is a freak. He is an animal. Every single one of us wanted the Saints to go trade for Daniel Hunter. The Vikings kept him. They believe that their team can go and do something, and they're leaning on big, big number 99, the former LSU Tiger, to continue to dominate and take that team to more wins and hopefully the postseason. And the Vikings defense as a whole, not amazing, but it's not bad. It's very middle of the pack. Total yards, 328. Passing yards, 225.4. Of course, a lot of that is from Kirk Cousins. He's not in the picture anymore, so that could be a very different number in the second half of the season. The rushing yards, that number could go up if you think about it because Kirk Cousins doesn't run nearly as much as Josh Dobbs. They also might want to look to run the football a little bit more in order to compensate for the lack of you know, quality quarterback play in comparison to Josh Dobbs compared to Kirk Cousins. The points per game, 21.1. If you can limit the Vikings to less than 20 points, I think you win this game. I truly do believe that. And I will say this, the offensive line has to show out. Andrus Pete, man, I'm really upset that he's a left tackle. I really wish that Trevor Penning could get some run, but I got to give him credit. The O-line last week played stellar. They didn't allow a single sack on Derek Carr last week. And that is... Very impressive for a team that in the first few weeks was averaging four sacks allowed per game. And you can see on your screen, all the numbers right there. Eric McCoy, he's number five out of 38 in terms of uh, uh, qualifying centers that are graded by PFF. He's the fifth-ranked PFF center. Um, Ryan Ramchek, also having a really good year. Cesar Ruiz, I want to see a little bit more for him. James Hurst, he's back in the mix as well. So hopefully he can continue to play well. The guys, sound off for me, Saints fans. It is Saints versus Vikings week. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year. It feels like every single season, somehow, someway, the Saints and the Vikings play each other, whether it's in the regular season, whether it's in the postseason, whether it's in both. Let me know your score prediction. I feel like this could be just like a weird, man, like, 23 to 17 or something like it just feels like it's going to be a gross game i feel like 23 to 17 or like 21 to like 14 i, I don't know it's just going to be a gross one i don't expect a lot of points in this game but let me know your score predictions down below and as always don't forget to subscribe hit that thumbs up icon y'all stay golden we'll catch you next time